Hello and welcome to Joel Johnson's Money Wisdom. I'm John Stillman alongside Joel Johnson, Certified Financial Planner and the CEO of Johnson Brunetti, the official wealth management partner of the Yukon Huskies. You've seen Joel in Forbes and the Wall Street Journal, the host of Better Money on WFSB Channel 3 on the Saturday and Sunday morning news with Kara Sundland in Hartford, also Saturday at 7 a.m. in Boston on WCBV, and he's authored six of his own books, including most famously The Money Map and most recently The Wealthy Think Differently. Joel, what's up, man? How are you? Well, I'm doing good. I'm excited about the show today. We're going to talk about how do you know? How do you know that you're doing the right thing when it comes to retirement planning? How do you know you're not being overcharged? How do you know your advisor is looking out for your best interest? So we're going to we're going to cover that. I'm always excited to talk to our listeners, John, because it's about answering their questions and that we get so many great questions through email and through uh, folks coming in and visiting with us. So I, I just, I love doing the program. One of the things it really does for me and for our firm is we get to keep our finger on the pulse of what people are thinking out there. If they're, if they're confident about the economy, if they're fearful about the economy, how much do they care about the elections? How much do they feel like Washington, D.C. Uh, is influencing the quality of their retirement? And so we aim to talk about every one of those things on this program today. Well, before we get started into those topics you mentioned, I wanted to ask you about this because this was in the news recently. Goldman Sachs, and of course the economists and analysts at Goldman Sachs are always putting out different predictions and prognostications about various things in the economy. Well, they're now saying that the risk of a recession in the next year is less than 10%. Now, at the end of fourth quarter, at the end of 2018, they were saying the risk of a recession in the next 12 months was 20%. Now they're saying less than 10% chance. Do these predictions mean anything to you? Well, they mean something on a global level, right? On a, on a very large level when we're looking at the entire U.S. economy and so on. You know, Goldman's a pretty smart firm. I mean, they're, they're kind of the Tiffany firm of the big Wall Street firms. And, and so when they say something, it's important. But I think what's important to remember is that, you know, that is they're, – they're talking about in general terms that we have less of a risk of a recession this year in 2019 uh, than we did when they were predicting it back in December – here we are partway through the year. Uh, the problem is that doesn't apply to you as an individual. It does not apply to you as an individual. First of all, they could be wrong. Um, they would be the first ones to admit that they're wrong from time to time. They're trying to gather the data that they have, look at projections, and try to figure out if there's going to be a recession or not. And certainly the economy is doing well. But you don't want to bank your retirement future on what one big Wall Street firm or many big Wall Street firms have to say because if they're wrong – you know, it's not that big of a deal, but if they're wrong and you've acted on it, if your retirement plan, if your financial plan, if you're in retirement and your investments aren't set up properly, if you're getting close to retirement, you don't have that 401k or that retirement plan allocated properly, it's not going to do you any good if you count on them and they're wrong. doesn't mean they're going to be wrong. I'm just saying this is not the security you need as an individual, either in retirement or preparing for retirement. You need your own individual customized financial plan. We call ours the money map, where you can sit down, look at exactly what you have, and if you're on track, regardless of what that outside wisdom says. Joel, you mentioned all these questions that people want to know. How do I know the answer to this? So you tell us, how do you help somebody figure out the answer to these very crucial retirement planning related questions? So for instance, Joel, how do you know how much income you'll need when you retire? 
because it's probably not the same amount of income you need while you're working, although it might be. Well, how do you know how much income you'll need in retirement? Getting an income analysis and people go, well, gee, what does that mean, Joel? What's an income analysis? What does that mean? Well, first of all, it means that you have a clear picture of how much income you want and if your investments, if your guaranteed sources of income plus your investments will deliver that income for as long as you live. Now, that's what an income analysis is. How do you know how much income you'll need? Well, you're not going to know exactly. My mom and dad retired and they spent more money their first few years of retirement than they did while my dad was working. Why is that? Because all of a sudden they had free time to travel and so on. So what I tell people is if you're retiring today, let's just think of the first year of retirement as kind of an experimental year. You might spend more, you might spend less, but we have a basic baseline of what you'll probably spend. It's probably somewhere around, give or take 20%, what you're spending while you're working. So if you're spending $10,000 a month right now, if you've got 10,000 of free cash flow coming into the house that you're spending, then we would start by building a financial plan that assumes that that's what you're gonna want in retirement. You're spending 10,000 a month today, what does it take to spend $10,000 a month in retirement? And obviously that has to be after tax and so on. We figure out all of that. But to answer the question, how do you know how much income you'll need in retirement? It starts with a conversation and then we do a projection based on inflation, based on the increased cost of health care, potential long-term care, all of those contingencies. Let us do that work. All you have to tell us is how much income you want, we'll let you know if you're gonna be okay in the future. And I guess getting back to the core of the question, how do you know how much income you'll need to retire? What income are you bringing in right now? Are you paying the bills with it? That's a good baseline to start building the retirement income plan. All right, how about this? How do you know how much money you should have in your savings account at the bank or money market or checking account, whatever it is that we're talking about there? That quote unquote emergency fund, money in the bank. Because some people, Joel, will say, well, I have 50,000 in the bank. That's way too much. I need to invest some of it. Other people will say, I only have 50,000 in the bank. I need to have more. So how do you know how much you need? Well, this is a little bit simpler of an answer. We tell people that they should have at least three months and preferably six months of living expenses in either the bank or a money market account or some type of an account where it's not going down ever, right? So it's a relatively safe account and they can get to it immediately. So I use a money market account for my emergency savings. The money sits there and I have anywhere between three and I, I actually have a little bit more than six months. And so what that means is that, hey, if the furnace breaks, if you know the garage, there's a leak in the roof, um, if one of my kids needs help, if a car repair happens, anything like that, I can pay cash. You don't want to be borrowing on credit cards. And I would even say you don't want to be borrowing off a home equity line to uh, to meet those emergency expenses. Also, you know, the, the younger you are, the more you might be in danger of some kind of a layoff or forced early retirement. And it's just nice to have that buffer in the bank. So three months traditionally of your expenses, of your monthly expenses should be set aside. And I prefer six months. Here's an important one, Joel. How do you know how much risk you should be taking with your investments? Again, some people, you could have two people that are taking the exact same amount of risk and one person will think they're being too aggressive and the other person will think they're too conservative. Yeah, and the answer to this question lies deep down in something we call behavioral economics or behavior, the behavior of the investment. There is no formula for this that can be broadly um, 
stated because every individual is different. You are a unique individual. You have a certain risk tolerance and you don't know how much risk you can take, how much pressure that you can deal with until you're in that crisis. What does a crisis mean? It it means when you're three years from retirement and the market drops 40%. And even though intellectually you know, well, the market always comes back, it's always come back, every emotion inside you is screaming, if I don't get out now, it could get worse and I could threaten my retirement. It means that when the market's going up, you feel like you're missing out and you take more risk. It's the behavior that we have as investors that causes the problem. So how do you know how much risk you should be taking? We run simulations for clients. We'll take your existing portfolio and stress test it going backwards under a number of different conditions, things that have actually happened, and show you in the dollar amount how much your portfolio would have lost based on certain situation. So let's say during the financial crisis of 08, based on the way your portfolio is set up, you've got a million dollars saved for retirement and your portfolio would have dropped $420,000. We look at those two numbers. You had a million, you dropped 420,000, therefore you have 580,000 left. What are you going to be feeling when you're close to or in retirement? Most people can't take that and they will not hang in there. We all know we're supposed to hang in there. They won't hang in there. So how much risk should you be taking with your investments is a direct function of how much you can handle. That's why people shouldn't just buy an S&P 500 fund and just hold it for the long run because they're emotional human beings. We are emotional creatures. And will you do better if you would have bought an S&P 500 fund 30 years ago? Would you have done better than most actively managed funds? Yes, but no, because you wouldn't still be in it. And that's the problem. It's the behavior that gets the investment, uh, the investor in trouble. So we really want you to have a customized risk analysis to make sure you see in black and white what you're risking. And then you decide if you're comfortable with it. We'll give you the guidance of thousands of clients that we help and the wisdom that we've learned just by watching them and their reaction to different things that go on. But it's up to you ultimately. But the problem is most investors, most savers, most retirees do not have a clear picture because things have been going so well for so long. And their financial advisors probably don't have nearly as much money as they do. So they're probably not getting realistic advice. Well, and the reason, Joel, that a lot of people, a lot of clients have more money than their financial advisors is because they've been working at that for a long time, 30 or 40 years of saving. They've built up a pretty good nest egg. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they're investing experts. That just means they've done a good job of saving over the years. And so a lot of people, just because they have a lot of money, doesn't mean they have any clue of what to do next. Well, no, that's right. Most people don't. Most people would benefit from working with a financial advisor. We're not the only firm out there, so we're not a perfect fit for everybody. But the problem is people set themselves up. They've been saving. They've been working. Most of our clients are fiscally conservative. They're not overspending. And so they've, they've satisfied the hard part, right? They've, they've done the hard work of saving for the last 30 or 40 years. They've earned a retirement. They're entitled to a quality retirement. And, you know, you've worked hard to advance your career. I mean, think about your own situation. You've raised kids. You've gotten them through college, paid off your debts, saved, sacrificed, and lived on less than you've earned for a long period of time. And why have you done that? With the hope that someday you can retire and enjoy a quality retirement. Well, guess what? That was the hard part. You've already done the hard work. And a lot of people find the retirement planning process can be stressful, overwhelming, understandably so, but I'm here to tell you that if you're on the threshold of retirement or if you've retired within the last five years, 
the hard part is already done, but that doesn't mean the next phase is just going to take care of itself. You still need to make the right decisions, set yourself up to enjoy the retirement that you've been working for, the one that you deserve, that you've been worked for all these years. Doesn't have to be hard. You need a plan. You've got to have a plan. One that's designed specifically for you, not some cookie cutter plan that somebody that created through a computer program. It's got to be a plan that you understand and you have confidence in. And how do you understand and have confidence in something? It's because it's been built uniquely for you. So that's where we come in. We can help with that. It won't cost you anything to come in, sit down with us, talk things through. You'll leave our office with a plan. Even if you don't become a client, there's no obligation whatsoever. But what we're offering is a visit to make sure that you know what to do next. You know whether to stay the course or make some adjustments, again, based on your needs. And you don't need to be intimidated. You know, as I said, the hard part's done. You've saved the money. It's just about making sure you're on the right track. And we feel like we have the expertise to help you either confirm you're on the right track or to get some recommendations from us. No obligation at all to maybe make some simple adjustments. So reach out to us now. Call, get your Money Map Retirement Review. It's unique. It's our unique process, different than anybody else out there. Um, You will like it because it's nice and simple. It's low pressure, but you leave with a plan. So call now. We'll take calls from the next uh, 17 callers. Call 1-800-705-1232. Again, that's one 800 705-1232. Set up a time to come in, visit with us, and get your customized money map. There's so much value here. You'll be glad that you came and got your money map. 800-705-1232. That's a number that you can call or text, whichever you prefer. Just let us know your first and last name. Either way, we'll connect with you later to schedule a time for your Money Map Retirement Review. When you come in for your visit, you can get a copy of one of Joel's books. Just pick whichever one you want. Several for you there to choose from. That's when you come in for your Money Map Retirement Review. Call or text 800-705-1232. That's 800-705-1232. You're listening to Joel Johnson's Money Wisdom. Joel is a certified financial planner and the CEO of Johnson Brunetti, the official wealth management partner of the Yukon Huskies. Joel, from time to time on the program, we like to throw some fun trivia out there. So I'll ask you a question here. You can try your best stab at it at the end of the show. So you have to hang on to hear the answer. All right. Of course, you're familiar with the Hollywood Walk of Fame, right? All the stars on the sidewalk. Well, there are five different categories that can get you into the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Film, television, music, radio, and live performance. There's only one person, Joel, who's been awarded a star in each of the five categories. Who is that person? Again, film, television, music, radio, and live performance. Who has a star in all five categories? You can try your answer at the end of the program. All right, right now, though, I want to talk about planning for future generations. Kids, grandkids, they often play a big role in financial plans. So let's talk about some of those common scenarios you see, Joel, where the future generations are going to come into play. And you have to help people fit that plan together. I want to hear how you've advised people in situations like this. For instance, what about families where mom and dad are on the verge of retirement with kids that are adults, but they're still you know, on the payroll in some form or fashion? 
Well, this is a tough one because, you know, who am I to tell somebody they need to stop spending or stop supporting their children? And we're, we're very cautious to do that because I never know the history, the entire history of the whole family. But there have been times where I've had to say, look, you just you just need to stop unless you want to have to sell your house and move somewhere else in retirement because you're burning through the funds that you need for retirement. So it really depends. You know, it's an individual situation like so many things are. Um, but we've got to do that retirement analysis and find out, you know, can you still afford to be supporting your children financially? Um, not should you, but can you? Uh, because should is more of an individual decision that you have to make. I don't want to judge your individual choices. It's not my place to even do that. But what I want to do is my job is to see what you can afford to do. Can you afford to do anything? Can you afford to do as much as you're doing? So it's very important now these days where we see families where they are supporting the kids in some way, shape, or form, and we've got to figure out if you can afford to do that. But if you know what your options are, like if you're able to say to somebody, you can keep doing that if you want, but here's the financial consequence on the other end. Like maybe you have to work another two years. Well, maybe some people will make that choice to work another two years, but at least they knew what their options were, right? It's so important to just know ahead of time. That's all. Then you can make a more informed choice. All right. How about parents who maybe had kids later in life? So they're still paying for college as they're heading into retirement. Yeah, this is a tough one. And again, you know, we get into some tricky conversations here because sometimes maybe the kids need to take out loans. Nobody wants to hear that. I mean, even as I say that, I know some advisors that are probably listening to this program, other people in my business are going, well, you're going to lose clients by saying that. But you know, my job is to tell the truth. And if that means that somebody doesn't like what they hear, at least I was honest and I did my job. So, you know, if you're about to retire or you're retired and you're still paying for college and that's causing a strain on your retirement, it's very similar to what we talked about earlier. You know, can you do that? What can you afford to do? Is it the worst thing in the world if the child takes out some loans? And again, not everybody should do this. It's probably no big deal for a lot of people. A lot of you listening to my program, you've got plenty of money. But it's those folks that are on the on the fence there. They've just got enough to save for retirement. And sometimes, you know, we've seen so many times retirements have been ruined by maybe spending a little bit extra money on that college education for the children or the grandchildren, maybe something you can't afford. Again, we're talking about future generations and how they factor in to retirement planning. Joel, what about aging parents who are counting on their children to take care of them in their later years? How do you advise people that you know that might be their long-term care plan? Well, let's see if um, – so, John, are we talking about the parents? Uh, are, are we talking as if I'm talking to the parents now or I'm talking to the kids and they're concerned with their parents? So this is people who are of the age that their parents are about to be relying on them. Yeah, and, and this is a tough one because uh, – you know, it, it used to be the family system, you know, 50, 100 years ago, certainly longer than that, that the kids would take care of the parents. That's just how things were in the country at that time. And so I think it's wonderful if, uh, if children can take care of their aging parents. And we just need to make sure, again, that's financially feasible. And if you're retired already and your mom or dad are, are older and they can live with you, that's great. If they can, if you're still working, then, of course, we have to make sure mom or dad can take care of themselves while you're not at the house. Um, but again, this just gets built into a financial plan, right? It gets built into a retirement plan to make sure that we can afford to take care of our parents. Sometimes there's actually extra assets there because the parents might sell their home, have some money set aside, and then come and live 
with the children. Um, we have an in-law apartment at our house. It's there as we enjoyed it because our kids were growing up. But now that they're all out of the house, hey, maybe my mom or dad or Wendy's mom will someday live there. And then the last scenario we'll touch on here, Joel, is people who want to be very intentional about leaving a legacy to their kids and or grandkids. How do you advise people in that boat? Well, this is something that we do an awful lot of. Once somebody's financial life is in order and they know they have enough money to live for the rest of their lives, then the conversation becomes a lot of fun because then it's how do you want to leave a legacy for children, for grandchildren, for the organizations and the causes that you care about. And you can be extremely intentional about doing that. I like to tell people, take out a piece of paper, pretend there were no rules at all. Just write what you want to do. Just dream and write what you want to do. And usually, almost all of the time actually, but certainly usually, we're able to put together an estate plan, bringing in the right attorneys as partners and so on, where people can meet all of those desires. And so this is a lot of fun, but you want to make sure you think that through. There's different tax laws, depending on what state you live in, uh, different types of laws on gifting and so on. So you want to make sure that's very deliberate, but that's a fun part of what we do, creating that estate plan. Well, Joel, for somebody who wants some help with all of this, all of these decisions that need to be made, what do you recommend that people do? Well, we want to help. Uh, We absolutely want to help anybody that wants our help. Again, there's no obligation here, but you know, if you're approaching or if you're in retirement, you probably have all sorts of questions running through your head when I have a conversation like this on the radio with you. You know, should you start Social Security? Might be things that we didn't even talk about today. What about Medicare supplements? Options on pension plans? Should I include my spouse or not? Can I retire now? Do I need to work a little bit longer? Am I taking too much risk with my investments? What about nursing home? You know, what about taxes? How do I minimize taxes? Am I getting ripped off when it comes to fees? You know, should you downsize? So many questions. And all of the questions are just noise. They're important to ask. They're important to get answers. But when you have 50 questions that you're trying to answer all at the same time, it becomes noise. It's hard to focus. We want to take that noise out of your head and turn it into music. And every one of these different moving parts need to be moving together in harmony just like a symphony, so that your retirement plan is making music, not causing a bunch of noise in your head. It doesn't happen by accident. You know, you've got to have somebody to put together that plan, just like an orchestra has a conductor to look at all those parts and make them work together as a complement to each other. And that's exactly what we do. So again, nothing happens until you reach out to us. Give us a call. Um, your retirement plan isn't the only thing in your life that's creating noise, but we want to take all that noise, remove the fears, and give you confidence. That's actually on a plaque we have in our wall. So give us a call. You don't need to know what your 401k balance is. You don't need to know all your employee benefits. Just give us a call. Set up a time to come in and visit with us. Get your money map. It straightens all these questions out for you. Again, we want to turn that noise into music, whether you're retired or whether you are getting close to retirement. Give us a call right now, 1-800-705-1232. Get your money map, get one of my books, leave our office with a plan. It's absolutely complimentary. And I mean this when I say it, folks, there is no obligation. So call now, set up a time, 1-800-705-1232. Get your financial plan, get your money map, remove the confusion and the fear from your financial future. 
800-705-1232 is that number to call. 800-705-1232. You can also text if that's easier for you. But reach out right now while it's on your mind. We'll work out the logistics later of when you can come visit and what you need to bring, all of that. But right now, just let us know you'd like some help. 800-705-1232. All right, Joel, we promised the answer to the trivia question. Only one person has been awarded stars in all five categories on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Film, television, music, radio, and live performance. Who is that one person? I don't know, but I've got to guess it's somebody like... Bob Hope, Dean Martin, maybe Ronald Reagan, somebody like that. You're sort of in the right era, the singing cowboy, Gene Autry. Look at that. Wow. I figured it was somebody like that, just that has this broad range of talent. Well, you never know what sort of facts you'll learn here on Money Wisdom. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll talk with you next week, same time, same place, right here on Joel Johnson's Money Wisdom. Investment advisory services offered through JB Capital LLC, a registered investment advisor. Money Wisdom is sponsored by Johnson Brunetti.